Hi, this is Shirley Jones, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Diamond studs, watch the downs, lining up. We're going to jump now to February 4, 1970. Kirk Douglas appeared on the Johnny Cash show, Johnny Cash's primetime show uh, on ABC in 1970. They're about to make a picture called A Gunfight. Yeah, A Gunfight. Um, a very interesting film that's not shown that often um, where Kirk Douglas and Johnny Cash sat together. And it was released in 1971. And here is uh, a clip from the Johnny Cash show where, where Johnny Cash really allows the public in 1970, early, to realize that they're going to be doing the film together that summer. They hadn't even gotten on the set yet. And um, it was released uh, over a year later. An interesting film. No. I but I tell you, Johnny, another thing, I, the next time... I'm here if, I, if you invite me back to be on your show. I don't want to just talk. I hope while we're making this picture this summer, I'll have a chance maybe to learn some of these songs. Yeah. How about that, folks? Uh, the old Johnny Cash doing a picture with Kirk Douglas. Still had a deep breath, man. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. But I'll be happy to teach you songs, but I've got a, I got a lot to learn from you. After all, you've made uh, 50 pictures. Uh, John, please. I mean, let's cut out a few of those. <laughs> But really, John, I don't think I'm going to have to teach you very much. I think that in between shots, what's going to be more important is I really am anxious. I have a frustration. I want to get down here to Nashville, Tennessee. I want to be on your show, and I want to eat that pickle and ride a motorcycle. And, you know, I want to know about, I guess, things happen that way and a boy named Sue and the fool from prison blues. And how about walk that line because you're mine? I want to be a part of that. No problem. No problem. The reason for country music success is simplicity. You think I can learn it? Yeah, easy. A crook could be more simple than boom, 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 boom. <laughs> because you're mine. Because you're mine. I walk the line. I He's walk singing the line. country. Because you're mine. Because you're mine. I walk the line. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Kirk Douglas singing country with uh, Johnny Cash on the February 4th. 1970 broadcast of the Johnny Cash Show on ABC Television, audio courtesy Phil Grace A, tvaudio.com. We just heard a little bit of, of Kirk Douglas singing country in this next clip. Well, it's, it's not Broadway, but it, it, it's Kirk Douglas doing a musical. This was a special, uh, this was a special that originally aired in May 1972, on NBC. Tell us a little bit about this clip, Phil. Yeah, this is a kind of um, very unusual uh, one-time-only special called uh, Special London Bridge Special. London Bridge was um, somehow transacted so that it left the U.K. and it came to uh, the United States. And uh, they basically did a, a, a one-hour kind of salute. And they had many, many guests on that show, many entertainers, among them was Kirk Douglas. And there's this great segment where Tom Jones looks at Douglas and tells him why he feels he's so great and why the public feels he's so great. And that is because Kirk has style. And they do a song called Style. And we'll hear a little bit of Tom Jones and Kirk Douglas singing the song Style right now. Lousy cattle rustlers. 
You never know when they're going to sneak up on you. No, Kirk, that's not the way to do it. It's... Lousy killbusters. You never know when they're going to sneak up on you. I've got to write out and face them. I mean, how would you do things like cross oh. the burning desert with six bullets in you? And then when your horse ran off, the, the way you carried that 200-pound Wells Fargo box on your back, and all the time being attacked by Indians? I mean, how did you live through all that? I always chose scripts with a happy ending. I've always wanted to be like you. You know, like in the movies, the way you get on a horse, well, hot class. Yeah, class. I tell you what you were, one word, unbeatable. Yeah, nearly broke that guy's fist with my head. And one thing you have in all your pictures, style. You either got or you haven't got style. Well, you got it, and it stands out a mile. This vest ain't been bought off no rack chump. I can see there's no belt in the back chump. You've either got or you haven't got flair. Here's the plot. Flair is what keeps them staring. If you wear these duds plus some diamond studs, watch the downs lining up single file. You either got Ah, mm, The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Kirk Douglas and Tom Jones performing the song Style, which is our friend uh, Phil Grace points out, style is a trait that Kirk Douglas has always displayed as an actor. This is from uh, the special London Bridge special, which originally aired May 7th, 1972 on NBC television, audio courtesy Phil Grace, ATVAudio.com. And again, you, you don't think of Kirk Douglas as a singer, but as Douglas himself once said on more than one occasion, for a guy who can't sing, he sure sang a lot. He was in tune, and if anyone ever gets a chance to listen to the whole version of Style, uh, it's similar to A Whale of a Tale. Those are my two favorite uh, beginning, middle, and end songs that I know of, and uh, he was great. I mean, Kirk Douglas really did have style. I'll give you a personal anecdote to uh, kind of um, uh, parallel that. In the spring of 2013, I was doing behind the scenes on a movie directed by Rob Reiner called And So It Goes. Uh, it starred Michael Douglas and Diane Keaton. There was a moment where uh, for about a half hour, they were doing a setup, and I was with my camera in a very small room with Rob Reiner and Michael Douglas. And they were uh, basically telling each other anecdotes about their childhood. And Rob Reiner said, you know, I'll never forgive my dad. Uh, his dad is Carl Reiner, obviously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he never came to visit me when uh, I was in camp. When I was in camp, my mom would come to visit, but for two years, 
he would never come, and I and I really felt terrible about it. Michael Douglas, on the other hand, said, well, you know, when I was in camp, and I was around 11 or 12, um, my dad came to camp, and this, you gotta, I got to preface this by saying it was about 1958, 59, right after Kirk Douglas died in the Vikings. Mm-hmm. And Kirk Douglas came to his camp, but he came in a ship, <laughs> and he uh, was at the mast. And uh, he embarrassed Michael tremendously. <laughs> and he was, like, saluting and waving as, as the big movie star Vikings would have done, um, you know, kind of uh, promoting what he had just finished in terms of that movie. Uh, a, a tremendous uh, comparison parallel, completely opposite in terms of a memory about their father either coming to visit them at camp or not. Well, and, and that, in a way, that sets up our next clip Phil, because uh, that was a very flamboyant way of of showing up at uh, Michael's camp. But, very much. But apparently, Kirk Douglas growing up was very introverted, not very outgoing, very shy, a point that he talks about with Johnny Carson uh, in this clip that we're going to hear from Kirk Douglas's Appearance on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson that originally aired May 21st, 1963. I'll, I'll take a whack at it. Yeah. I want to ask you, you mentioned a while ago, or when you're talking about acting, and you said most actors have a facade, and you mentioned being shy. Are you shy? Uh, now, we, we never met until tonight. I've been an admirer of yours for a long time, and, I, and, and we don't know each other, but... Well, whenever I say to someone that I'm shy, they, they usually calls for a laugh. I sincerely believe that all actors have much more shyness in them and I do think that that's one of the reasons that uh, that has been something that puts them into the field of becoming an actor because you see it's much easier and I meant that when the governor made that remark about we only play one role I think that's much more difficult it's much easier to hide behind the character I think this is why for myself to come out like this Johnny on your show uh, is much more difficult than if I were hiding behind the facade of a character <coughs> or coming out here being Spartacus or the champion or whatever uh-huh. it is is much much easier thing to do that's why on the list of Adrian Messenger all the stars had a ball to play a part where you're completely concealed you can hide is a lot of fun I agree with you because I think a lot of people mistake in actors or performers whether they're sure. in movies television or stage sometimes a conceit or a kind of an outgoing attitude as conceit where very often it's a cover-up for being a little uncomfortable and a little shy so they hide behind doing the jokes and they hide behind all of those things i i agree with you i think that's the reason why most uh, comedians i know that milton burl is going to be on the show i think most comedians if you ask milton i'm sure he will agree they love to play serious roles you know, I don't know why he'd want to, because I, there's a wonderful movie that he's in, by the way. It's a mad, mad, mad world. We had Stanley Kramer on the other night. Oh, well, because I started with Stanley. No, he did. But Just champion. about, he did Champion. Kirk Douglas uh, talking about overcoming shyness and uh, why uh, performers, uh, comic performers such as Milton Berle are drawn to dramatic roles. So among the topics he talked about with Johnny Carson on the May 21st, 1963 edition of The Tonight Show, starring Johnny Carson, uh, which he also pro- promoted the list of Adrian Messenger, audio courtesy Phil Grice, ATVAudio.com. Uh, Douglas mentioned Milton Berle, another comedian friend of his who was also a very good actor, 
a very good dramatic actor was Don Rickles. Yes, most people don't realize that Don Rickles did a number of TV dramatic roles and also motion picture uh, dramatic roles. And um, I have heard so often comedians, uh, monologists, or even uh, people who uh, basically um, were known primarily for comedy, basically they had a flair for drama. It's, it's rare to see the antithesis where someone is primarily uh, into just drama and then all of a sudden is given the opportunity to do comedy. Occasionally you do see this, like Cary Grant. But here you have a good example with Don Rickles who really um, excelled. I think he was nominated for an Emmy on a Dick Powell um, television uh, show. Um, and, and, and Don Rickles um, you know, he was just so outrageous when it would come to roasts. Uh, I know we have a good example of uh, a roast where um, Don Rickles is given a chance to uh, roast Kirk, and then Kirk on another roast has a chance to uh, kind of do uh, some humor uh, about Don Rickles. I don't know of uh, too many actors who were able to be major in their prolific career as comedians who won Emmy or Oscars as a dramatic actor. This next clip that, uh, as you alluded, uh, Phil, is from the Dean Martin Comedy Hour, February 8th, 1974. Uh, the man of the hour for the Celebrity Roast segment of, of that program was Don Rickles, and one, one of the roasters was Kirk Douglas. We'll hear Kirk Douglas commenting on Don Rickles right now. One of Don's closest friends couldn't be with us tonight because he's up in Canada filming on location. But he insisted on being a part of tonight's roast. So, ladies and gentlemen, direct from Montreal, there's one of Hollywood's foremost actors, Mr. Kirk Douglas. Thank you, Dean. I'm sorry to be up here in Montreal when you're roasting Rickles down there. That's always been my favorite dish. Roast weasel. I shouldn't have said that. After all, weasels have feelings, too. <laughs> but actually, I owe a great deal to my good friend Don. You see, when an actor prepares for a character, he gets ideas from observing real people all around him. And Don Rickles has always been a real character. Now, in many pictures, I pattern my characterizations after him. For example, I'm doing a picture up here in Montreal right now that's based a little bit on Don. It's called Mousy. Now, if it was really based on Don completely, it would have been called The Rat. <laughs> I remember that in, in Spartacus, I played a gladiator who fought more than 300 men to death. That was based on Don. He can't get along with anybody either. <laughs> yeah, Don gave me the inspiration for the dual role of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. You know anybody more two-faced than Don? He also gave me my characterization for the trumpet player in Young Man with a Horn, because he's another blowhard with a lot of lip. Now, in the bad and the beautiful, though, it was 50-50. I used myself for the beautiful and him for the bad. And in Champion, my prize fighter like Don didn't know when to quit. And finally, in my last picture, Scalawag, I played a peg-leg pirate who, like Don, doesn't have a leg to stand on, but he sure knows how to steal the money and run. <laughs> Good luck, Don. 
Kirk Douglas, tug in cheek on how he patterned every character he played on film uh, after his good friend Don Rickles from the Dean Martin Comedy Hour roasted Don Rickles originally aired February 8th, 1974. A couple of quick notes. He mentioned the film Mousy. If I remember correctly, Mousy was a movie of the week that Douglas filmed uh, for television in 1974. He did he, he did quite a few uh, movies for television uh, in the second half of his, of his career, one of which he did, I think, in 1985. It was a movie called Amos with Elizabeth Montgomery, where it, it was sort of a variation of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and it it was it, it spoke to what a, a, a subject that Douglas would become very active with in 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 the last couple of decades, which is elder care. That is one of my all-time favorite Kirk Douglas movies, Amos. I love that movie, and um, it's just so appropriate that he would be associated with that. Subject matter, uh, not knowing uh, what would be installed in, in, in his own life uh, down the road. Uh, and what's amazing is, is that he's lived with a stroke, a very debilitating stroke, uh, for 21 years. I mean, he was not even, he was just about 80, almost, when he uh, had that stroke in 1996. Uh, uh, yeah, 96. 96. 96 January. So, I mean, 20-plus years. I mean, that's incredible how he's continued to fight back, continue to be the philanthropist that he has been. Certainly, he was looking at subject content that had relevancy uh, that um, really needed to be expressed. Amos is a good example. To hear the rest of this conversation, go to shop.tvconfidential.net or the paid archive store at televisionconfidential.com. There you'll find more than 400 hours of interviews previously broadcast on TV Confidential, available as digital download. Shop.tvconfidential.net, televisionconfidential.com. An adult elephant can weigh up to six tons. The average person, 150 pounds. Ever heard of carfentanil? It's a large wild animal tranquilizer. Illegal drug dealers lace heroin with it. It can kill the average human. If you or a loved one is addicted to opiates, even pain pills, don't wait until it's too late. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. We care. Many of us have been where you are. We'll take you or a loved one away from the drug environment to a place you can clean out safely. Plus, we'll work with your insurance company to make sure you get the treatment you need. And with a Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed by law to get away for help without telling your employer why. Call now to save a life. 866-490-3991-866-490-3991-866-490-3991. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at tvconfidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. 
This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.